Welcome everyone to the Seat Go Create podcast. This is Tim Winders, your host, and this is a special episode of the Seat Go Create podcast. And and we're really doing our first Facebook Live while recording too. So this is there's a lot of moving parts here. I'm hoping that we can pull this off. I'm hopeful that I can manage all of this. I want to start off by saying that everything's going to be okay. You know, there is a lot that's going on in the world right now. Uh, This is being recorded on Sunday evening, March 15th. And uh, in all my 50 plus years, I have not seen a lot of what's going on. I don't think it's a time to panic. There are a lot of people that are panicking. There's also a number of people that are in the nothing's wrong mode. I don't think either one of those are good. I don't think that's where we really need to be with this. So I just wanted to share in this podcast episode and on this Facebook Live, just some thoughts that I have. There'll be probably a little bit of preaching on this, a little bit of financial as, you know, being a business coach that works with clients in multiple industries. I'm an entrepreneur and I have been through a lot of ups and downs financially and we've seen some great times and tough times and I just, I sense that we might be in for a little bit of a roller coaster in the near future, maybe, maybe worse than that. And so I just wanted to have some conversation about it. I do want to say, I do want to say this as a disclaimer, I'm not an expert. I'm not a medical person. I'm not going to really get into a great deal of details about the virus or anything. I'm really looking at where we are currently in the world and and how it relates to us as business people as 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 people of faith and i consider myself a minister uh, you know i'm not in full-time ministry but I'm, I'm, a, I'm a minister i'm a follower of christ and my mission is to bring perspective observation and hope and i think we need people to be a voice in the wilderness during times like these and uh, many times i consider myself with the podcast a voice in the wilderness so I'm hopeful that we can look at where we are as realistically as possible, but also want to inspire and encourage through what I believe will be some challenging times. Now, I do want to say this, that I know that with recording an episode that is so related to an event or something that's going on in the world, it could mean that it's not evergreen. And really, that's breaking one of the basic rules of podcasting, and that is that you want things to be evergreen so that when someone goes and listens, it's still current. Well, I know that probably with recording and mentioning some things that are going on right now on the date that I'm recording, Sunday evening, March 15th, that almost immediately things are going to be out of date or something that I say is going to be wrong or incorrect or something like that. And so I, I don't really apologize for that because it's just a given, but I guess we want to acknowledge it. So having said all that, let's dive in. I, in my prayer time and my quiet time and my study time over the last week, I have just been attempting to wrap my head around all that's going on. And I'll share a little bit of just my last week or so here shortly. But I guess I guess I want to start off with just kind of answering some big questions. And let me tell you where I'm going with this, I believe. It could bounce around a little bit. But where I'm going is 
is I'm just going to answer some big questions in my mind and just kind of do a, a dump of what's going through my head. And then as I get to the end, what I really want to get to is what I believe, how I, how I think this will impact culture and also us as individuals. And, you know, again, it, I could be totally wrong on all of this, but it's just the thoughts that are going through my head right now. So first thing, first question, I guess, is where are we right now? This is a weekend where those of us in the United States find ourselves kind of on lockdown, uh, if that's a, a word that we can use. You know, we've got a virus, uh, you know, the, the COVID COVID or coronavirus. It took me a long time to even be able to pronounce it because I, I didn't really understand what it was because we've been hearing about it for a few months now. But it's a virus that is basically shutting down much of the world. And, and I guess one of the things that I want to say about that is I think we know that our economy is driven by the movement of money, the acceleration of money. Money moves around and it's almost like oil that lubricates the machine that makes things work, the um, economic machine, governments. And if money stops moving, then the economic engine can grind to a halt. For those of us that remember what happened in 07 and 08, when we had that, that downturn, what happened is the, the financial markets, the, uh, the debt markets, really came to a place where, where they weren't moving and they were going to grind to a halt, and it caused, caused issues. And uh, the government stepped in and, and provided stimulus and kept it going. And, and uh, you know, we made it through that, but there was a lot of issues that went on that way. And so one of the things that I believe we have to be upfront about is that is that the economy with all that's going on is it's slowing down because people aren't out moving around spending money. Now, I do want to mention two extremes that I have noticed in social media, in in some circles, and I don't listen to a lot of news. I kind of have some summaries and some places that I go to, to I guess, to listen to things. And, um, and, and what I've noticed is that um, there are two schools of thought. There are people that are saying that this entire thing is a conspiracy theory and there's nothing going on and we don't even need to be acknowledging that much because it's, uh, you know, it's less than the flu, it's less than other, um, other viruses we've had. And then on the opposite end of that spectrum, I see people that are really operating in a lot of fear. There's panic. And, and I guess one of the things that I want to say is that I don't believe that either one of those stances are very healthy. I, I think that probably in the past, I would have been one that would have leaned towards kind of making light of this and saying that there's nothing going on. And I don't know if maybe it's just some things I've been through in life or maybe I have more compassion than I used to have. I, I don't know. I'm, I guess I'm not in that camp as much as I would have been. 
because I, I see real world things going on and being impacted, regardless of how it started and where it's coming from. Because I know a lot of people listen in the political environment we're in. They will say it's the president's fault. He messed up. He didn't do it right. Some people are blaming the media. And you know what? I'm, I, I just say this, that that, you know, maybe our government didn't respond well. Maybe, you know, Trump isn't acknowledging it like he should. Or maybe the media is making a bigger deal out of things. But in my opinion, they are just doing kind of what they do. This is what the media does. If there is an issue, they magnify it. They bring it to attention. And many times they just keep talking about it and talking about it and talking about it. If it's a, um, if it's uh, if it's something that our government looks at or or does incorrectly, then people are going to be critical. And usually, we know how the political arena works. If someone is for whoever's in office, they're going to be thinking they're doing a great job or a good job or whatever. If someone's against them, then they're going to be critical regardless. And that's unfortunately just the nature of of where we are right now, and that's unfortunate. So, this is all that I know. And that is this. There are people that are sick. There are people that are dying. And there are people that are going to be really impacted financially by what's going on. I believe that everything's going to be okay. But I also want us to acknowledge all of those realities. There are really people that are sick there with a virus that currently we don't really have any vaccinations, cures for anything like that. And it's impacting a, a, a compromised portion of our, of our society. So anyway, is that a good thing? No, I don't think it is. Is it being overblown? Possibly. But that is just, that's just the reality that we are currently, are currently living in. So bottom line, people are sick and dying. They're going to be impacted economically. Everything's going to be okay. But I think that we need to acknowledge that. Now, the next thing I want to, I guess, cover or address or look at is how did we get here? This is this is such an interesting study in something going viral that's kind of interesting in, in viral, just looking at the viral nature of things. In late December, which is less than 90 days ago, the first case of this coronavirus was detected in Wuhan, Wuhan China spread very rapidly. I remember hearing brief parts of it, but not that much. I think here in the United States, we thought it was something dealing with another country and it wasn't really going to impact that, us that much. Obviously, we were wrong in that. All of us that may have heard about it, I don't remember hearing much about it. And, and I follow some news stories and things like that. It spread very rapidly. Just last weekend, March 6th through 8th, I was at a conference in Orlando, and it was actually for podcasters. It was, um, it was a conference that over 2,000 people were expected there, and there were around 200 people that did not come because there was already some discussion about travel restrictions and things like that. I spoke to the host of the conference, and I said, hey, did, uh, did the attendance, was it impacted or negatively impacted and he said they had about 100 people that called and said they didn't want to come didn't feel safe coming 
and and so they couldn't give money back so they live streamed and so i think at the end of the day there were about 200 about 10 percent that didn't show up and some of those could have been for other reasons i will say this on the flight down to orlando i flew from denver to orlando it was full totally full and i don't recall seeing anyone wearing masks or anything like that and then uh just a few days ago uh, this last week the return flight had 65 empty seats on it which is on a southwest flight and that's unheard of at first i was kind of excited and it did get me thinking about things which is interesting the um the conversations that i had while we were were in orlando were interesting in that as we were going to restaurants as we were around the conference facility as as the weekend was ending people were begin talking about how conferences were being canceled coming up and one of the the waitresses that we had said yes that they had been told there at the Marriott uh, World Center that three conferences were canceled and that she was already being told that she was not going to get her hours this following week so real impact and I really felt for her and uh, something I recommend people do if you can is make sure you tip those people well because it's going to be a struggle for some of those folks. So anyway, so co- conferences were canceled. We started hearing that in Orlando, conferences being canceled. Spring break was about to start. It was probably going to have between 120 and 150 million dollar impact negatively on the economy there. On March 9th, which was last Monday, I was at Disney. I went to Star Wars Galaxy Edge, and it was packed. And then just four days later. Uh, the end of this week, Disney announced that they were closing their parks until the end of March. Unprecedented. Disney is closing their parks for two weeks. For those of you that can remember 9-11, other events that we've had in our life, at 9-11, they did close the day of 9-11, and I believe that they reopened on the 12th, maybe the 13th. And so now, though, Disney is saying that they're closed for what's going to be close to two weeks time and that is that's an amazing thing there so what has it done with all of the shutdowns well all the sporting events currently have been shut down entertainment movies have stopped they're not they've stopped making them they've shut down a lot of big name movies have been postponed i'm kind of bothered about the bond movie and anyway but it's going to be postponed uh universities and schools have closed. Churches are not meeting. No gatherings in many states of more than 250 people. And just before I clicked record, I saw <laughs> I saw an article that the Fed has just dropped interest rates to zero. I wanted to do a search. I can't remember them being at zero during my lifetime. Now I haven't always followed financial things, so I could be wrong in that, but zero interest rates. I I believe that we actually could possibly see negative interest rates before this is done. And, you know, some of the things that we just kind of have to laugh about and keep a good attitude about, of course, no toilet paper anywhere. What is going on with the toilet paper? I don't understand. There's still some food around, but you go around and there's no toilet paper. I've, I've really kind of enjoyed some of the memes and some of the posts that people are posting on social media. And then this other term that we had no clue what it was until recently, and that is this social distancing. 
social distancing. I was texting back and forth with a buddy the other day, I think day before yesterday, and we were joking about social distancing. And he kind of said, hey, I've been practicing that for years and, and we didn't have a word for it. And then another friend that uh, I have on social media, Facebook, just posted that he's been a pro at social distancing for years. He's available for hire for coaching. So, you know, very serious situation, but we have to keep our sense of humor. And and so I appreciate people that are doing that. And so anyway, what a what an odd situation that we are now in where they're there definitely won't be any sports as best we can tell for at least a month, possibly two or three. Uh, big event, March Madness, huge event that's been canceled. And it, it's just there's so many ripples that we can't even begin to predict what they will have on us. So let me kind of go to the next, I guess, topic or question that I wanted to I guess wanted to look at here and that is how to make sense of where we are and I guess most people that know me or have listened to me know that that I, I'm a man of faith I, I am a follower of Christ and I, I won't say some people use the term God is in control I believe God is sovereign but I don't believe God brought any of this on I think we have a we, we're in a world that there's just a lot of stuff that happens and uh, it's a fallen world, and so he didn't bring this on us, but I, I do know this, that I believe that he can help bring us out of it, and I guess that's the, the place where I have, have my faith. So I believe that everything will be okay. However, I also believe that we need to operate with wisdom and that we need to learn from experiences or mistakes that we've had. I also, I also think that we need to help each other as much as we can. And I think it's pretty safe to say that in all my 50 plus years, I have never seen anything like this. Now, I did not live through the depression. I had grandparents that did, and I remember them telling stories about, about uh, rations and things like that in World War II. And and, uh, and, and, you know, the things that I sort of remember were, were issues we had with the economy during the 70s. Obviously, there was a downturn in 87 that occurred in the market that, that caused a, a mini recession. There was the, the dot-com bubble that burst in 2000. That caused a, a number of issues. Then we had 9-11 that was very traumatic and a very challenging time. And then, of course, the downturn in 08. But I, I don't... This does not feel like any of that to me. It just seems different. And, and, I, and I do think, uh, you know, I, I guess I'll just kind of share this. It, it, I don't think it's bringing up any, any wounds or hurts or anything that I had when we went through a lot of the financial challenges that we went through in 08, 09, 10, 11. And some of you have heard the story on the podcast. We, we, I go through that pretty in, in great detail that we, you know, lost our home and, and were financially bankrupt and just had, had tremendous challenges. It, it, I don't think this is reminding me of that. I'm not alarmist or anything like that, but, but I do think that there are some indicators that, as I said earlier, are, are going to have a negative 
impact on some people's finances, on probably a lot of people's finances. And what what it seems as if we're going to see, if we look at the cycle from some other countries, if we are able to respond well, in some ways, I'm very optimistic. I believe, for those of you that are in the United States, and I know we have listeners all over the world on the podcast, but for those in the United States, we usually come out of things really, really well. We're just that, we have that much resolve, that much resiliency. I think we're a people of great faith in general. However, I do think we're facing something we've never seen before. And I do think that we're in for a 45 to 90 day cycle that, that we're treading into an area that we have never treaded into before where there are just things that are closed and shut down. And as I mentioned at the beginning, where those financial, that money is not accelerating and moving through the system and keeping it well-oiled and moving. So, so I do think we're going to be in, in for some interesting times over the next 45, 90 days. And that's if we can, you know, get the tests in for these things and, and get people taken care of and find out who might have it and who might be carriers and, and all of those things. And anyway, how do we make sense of it? I, like I just said earlier, I, I do like people that are using humor. I, I have snarky humor. I have, I like to look at things in an odd way, but then also have a seriousness that I guess I have a weightiness right now of some people that I, I know are going to be negatively impacted by this. So that's, I guess, one way that we make sense of it. And, and I think the big call to action that I am hopeful that, that people have through all of this is, is kind of a renewal of their faith. Whatever that faith is, I'm really hopeful that there is a, a strengthening of that faith. And I'll mention a little bit more of that here as we wrap up. What's next is, I guess, some bullet points. I just kind of jotted down some notes and, and I guess this is a bigger picture of what's next as far as culture and society. And, and, and I, I, I am hopeful that we will have, as I just said, a shift in where we put our faith. And I, I know that government is important. I know that organizations are important, companies, where we work, businesses, all of those things are important. But in my eyes, what this is really showing, and I'll use some, I'll use some scriptural words here, we're seeing how truly shaky a house that's built on sand can be, how truly shaky the Babylonian system is, and how it can really crumble with something that, yeah, this may not be small, but it's something that's not that big of a deal necessarily. And all of a sudden, these structures and systems are really, really having difficulty operating and functioning. And I know, listen, a lot of people, they really believe that government is where the answer is. And some people believe that maybe some of their organizations are. I put my faith in the Heavenly Father that created me. And that's as for me and my family, that's kind of where we stand. And I'm just somewhat hopeful that this will bring that this will that bring that to light in our culture. I'm also hopeful, you know, we actually in our society 
had started putting some things on really, really high pedestals. And I could be totally wrong on this, but I really do think that coming out of this, and I think this is a positive in many ways. Some people might consider it a negative, but I consider it a positive. I believe that we'll put less emphasis on on sports and the celebrities that are out there and Hollywood and movies and and you know possibly even universities you know I, I I'm I went to university and 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 I know that a degree is important for many people but I've seen so many ways that people can get educated and I've been wondering for years why we keep building these massive universities people get in incredible debt to get degrees that then don't necessarily pay them I've always been hopeful that people could just go online and get some training and I don't know, maybe maybe that'll be something that'll come from this, too. And I'm not wishing anything bad on, you know, sports or the movie industry or Hollywood or universities or anything. But I, I guess I am hopeful that maybe we can make some shifts in our society. I also think it might even force, you know, religion and church people to make a change. You know, we had kind of in society moved to building big buildings and people coming into those buildings to be comfortable and sort of be entertained. And and again, I'm a follower of Christ, so I, I don't want to be too critical of this, but I think in many ways, uh, the way we did church in first world countries was kind of maybe getting away from the scriptural foundation of the way church was designed. We really, we really were created to go minister to people, to go to them and and I think in the next 45, 90 days where people aren't be able to have church, they're going to be doing it digitally and all, which is really cool. And that's neat. But I'm really hopeful that people will just get out and spend time around people, pray for them, obviously in small groups. But but I just I think that's something that's coming also. And then this is a big thing for me. Y'all y'all know I'm recording this from an RV. My wife and I are nomads. And I'm just a, a real proponent of being mobile, of having a mobile workforce. And, and I think that a mobile workforce is, is powerful. And this is shining a light on how valuable it is to just be flexible and be, to be mobile. So I'm hopeful that that'll be kind of a byproduct of what we see with culture and society with, with all that's going on. I guess the bottom line with a lot of that, I, I really, I know it's causing this for me and my family and hopefully for you and, and others. It's really just a time to reassess and evaluate what is really important to us. You know, I, I, I'll go back to sports. I, I, I love sports. I used to love watching March Madness and college football and all of that, but I think in many ways some of those things has eroded, eroded the family, eroded. You know, there was a there was a funny Facebook post that I saw, where someone had been sitting on the sofa for two days and they, they realized that there was a woman sitting there, <laughs> and it was it was their wife because there wasn't any sports to watch, and so they, all of a sudden, were reconnected to their wife, and that's sort of funny, but not really funny if you think about it. So. So really, I, I think, and maybe this is a call to action for all of us, is to just start evaluating what's really important to us. What are those relationships that are important? What's important for us from a spiritual standpoint and maybe even possessions and how we live and function and operate? You know, 
One of the things that I'm wondering also is that if we may come out of this and we may have a greater appreciation for social interaction. And again, I, I love the humor of the social distancing that we're seeing, a word we never even had before. But, but you know, people just may realize the value of some of those relationships and we do them digitally. And listen, I know this is a podcast, so the irony is not lost on me. I'm also doing Facebook Live that, that we'll probably leave up to as a replay. So there is great, great opportunity in connecting digitally. But anyway, it's just, you know, as we some people isolate and, and do what they need to do to protect themselves and their families and, and not spread whatever this virus is that's spreading, then I think we might cherish social interaction even more. And hopefully as a byproduct of that, marriages will improve, relationships, you know, no distractions and all will just be, be very helpful. Maybe, uh, and this probably makes me sound like an, you know, older type guy, but maybe it'll just help us be simpler, live a simpler life. And, you know, one of the things that we need is we really need for some new type of leaders to emerge. And I don't know if it can change some of the leaders that we have in our political arena and our, our companies, but I think that we are going to see some people shine. I think we're going to see some people operate in excellence and do some incredibly compassionate and loving things in the next, you know, month, two, three, as this plays out. And I'm excited about that. I think it could be a different type of leader. I am hopeful that in the political arena that we will see that there. We haven't quite seen it yet, but I'm hoping that over time we will see that. And so I'm just hopeful that we'll see leaders emerge. You know, there's nothing worse than I did a whole series on leadership, a whole season on it. And one of the worst things with some of these leaders is the leaders that are just jerks. And that is not a, yeah, maybe it's a political statement, but we do have a lot of our leaders in the, in the arena that we see that truthfully, I just, I don't like their attitudes about the way they, the way they share their information and things like that. And I'm, I'm not going to name names or anything, but anyway, I am very hopeful that a new type of leader will step up and emerge from this. And really what I hope is that we develop a new normal, that we focus on what's important, less distracted, hopefully a less divisive and more compassionate culture. And that is really what I'm, I'm hopeful for with me personally and with anyone that's listening to this. I would hope that, and I would challenge you, let's try to be less divisive and more compassionate to other humans. So let me kind of start wrapping this up with just what I see is next for, for me and possibly you. And remember, I'm a coach, so this kind of has a coach tone to it to, uh, to kind of reach out and say, you know, here's some, here's some things to look at and consider and, and, um, and then we'll, uh, we will uh, wrap up, wrap up the episode here. I think it's very important with all that is going on for people to focus on yourself. And what do I mean by that? I remember in 08, 9, 10, leading into that, I 
I probably would have been considered a pretty self-absorbed person. I mean, I, I had compassion for people and I would try to help people. And I've always kind of had a coach mindset, but, but I, I know this, that I probably, as I was going through that process needed to ask for help from, from people and I didn't do it. And so one of the things that I just want to encourage you to do is to, if you need it, ask for help. Try not to get overwhelmed or discouraged. It is real easy in the environment we're in to get sucked into social media, news, bad news, all that's going on. And so try not to get overwhelmed or discouraged with that. I think it's very important to nourish your soul, and that's a term that I like to use a lot, nourish your soul. And what do I mean by that? Well, watch what you're reading, what what you're watching, what you're listening to. You know, it's a great opportunity for you to, uh, to if you're watching videos or movies or something, especially if you're spending more time at home, just make sure there are things that are nourishing to you. Use that kind of as a gauge. Are they nourishing your soul? I'm trying to be real mindful of what I'm reading and what I'm watching and what I'm listening to. I'm a big podcast consumer and, and I'm really mindful of, of all of those things. Nourish your soul. So that's taking care of yourself. The next thing, kind of bigger topic there is focus on others. Listen, there's a lot of people. There are so many people in this environment that we're already in, but that I believe we're going to be entering in even more that they're going to be having some challenges. There are a lot of people that live paycheck to paycheck and they're already getting those cuts cut. I like what a lot of companies are doing. They're paying their people even though they're not working. But let me just tell you, there are a lot of people that are contractors in the gig economy that they're not going to get work and, and it is going to make things difficult for them. So reach out to people. You know, I've spent the last few days just going through my text threads and texting some people just to connect and say, how are you doing? Do that. Message people, communicate people just to check in with them and see how they're, see how they're doing. And I just encourage you to focus on others. You know, one thing that I'm finding, and you know, this is an example right here. This is a great opportunity to just get some stuff done. Be productive. That is one of the best medicines for anyone is to just get something done. If you've had some things you wanted to write, I'm finishing up a book myself, start writing. You've got some downtime, write. You know, if there's something you've been wanting to build or organize or or something like that, this is a great time to get some stuff done. And, uh, you know, I'll mention one other thing on social media. Use social media for good. Use it to connect with people or, or put some good out there in the world. You know, don't let it, don't let some of the negative stuff consume you. Don't use it for medication or don't, or really be careful. I, I, I did this briefly, to, you know, to all of a sudden start scrolling and going through the threads and realize that you are, you know, hours into it and you're still just looking, looking, looking. You're into that social media rabbit hole. Get some stuff done. Work on some projects. You know, find some things that you've been wanting to do. Clean up, organize, create, and get some stuff done. That This is a great time to do that. Spend some money if you can. Conserve if you must. That's something that I think we all are going to need to do. You know, we don't know how long 
this may last and whose businesses it's going to impact. For those of you that are business owners, this is a great time to evaluate where your business is. And I'm a business coach. I'd, if any of you want to get online with me, I'd love to brainstorm and, and help you with that. But spend, spend money if you can, conserve if you must, and evaluate where you are. Great time to do that. Uh, one of the things I was going to say on that is, you know, look at all of the things that might be your subscriptions and things you're spending money on. One of the things that I know that that we did back in 08, 09, 10 is we kept thinking things were going to get better quicker for us. We had real estate companies that that failed for those that may not know. And so we were slow to really look at our our spending and, and it started the process, it really sped the process up and made it tougher for us. So, you know, evaluate those things. Now, if you can go out and go to your local restaurants or, you know, go to local entertainment or something and support people, do that. We, we loaded up the other night and we went to the outback that's near us here and it was on a Friday night. I think it was the night before last and there were not many people there and the wait staff said, yeah, things are a little bit tough. And, you know, we did our best to try to tip well. So if you can, if you've got some financial resources now, attempt to bless people with those finances. And I, I, do, I do just want to kind of wrap up with this. Have faith that everything's going to be fine. Have faith that all is going to be okay. You know, I could, I could go through all type scriptures here, you know, in all things, give thanks, show gratitude, be of good cheer, be anxious for nothing. I just really believe that this is a time that so many of you are going to shine. I believe that so many people are going to get witty inventions and ideas and clever and creative things and and you never would have done that if we weren't forced to think differently if we weren't forced out of our comfort zones if we weren't if we weren't forced to kind of be alone and have some downtime and turn off the sports and tv and entertainment and and maybe even not be around people even in group settings like our churches and all that i I think that we are going to have so many cool things come out of this time. I don't want to fool ourselves. There's going to be some challenges and there's going to be some things that we have to deal with. And there's going to be some financial issues that, that the country and individuals and really the world are going to have to deal with. But I think there's going to be some awesome stuff come out of this. And I believe that some of you are listening in on this are going to be a part of that. And I just want to say as a coach, as a podcast host, as an author, and as a minister and someone who loves the Lord and wants to share what the Lord can do, I just want to encourage you to, uh, to have a great attitude and embrace this. And I also want to encourage you, you know, I, I, I don't typically do this, but if there is anything that I could do to help in any way, I'm on social media with Seat Go Create. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn. Reach out to me there. Our website, seekgocreate.com. You can go there. We, our email, I'll give you the email, is connect at seekgocreate.com. Do not hesitate to reach out there. If you just want to have communication with someone, if you've got some ideas you want to run by someone who's 
been around business a good bit. If you are a business person and, you know, you need to brainstorm some things to help your business get through this, I'm definitely open to getting on a quick call and having a conversation about that. Or, and this is a big thing, if you just need somebody to pray for you, then I am more than more than inviting you to do that. And I, I know a lot of people of faith are listening to this. I encourage you to reach out to people and, and have compassion and love and be praying for people. So, so please do not hesitate to do that. So I have, um, I, I don't want to say I necessarily have enjoyed this episode, but it has been in many ways, good therapy for me just to jot these notes down, spend some quiet time doing it. And so I am hopeful that maybe just having this conversation, I didn't want to glaze over things and just say, oh, everything's awesome. I wanted to kind of give the reality, but I also just wanted to share that everything is going to be okay. You're going to be okay. So with that, thank you for listening to the Seat Go Create podcast. And we will look forward to sharing with you more on future episodes of the Seek, Go, Create podcast.